2: Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast. I am Luke Owen, D A D, and we are joined today by none other than AEW Star, your FTW champion, absolute Ricky Starks. How on earth are you on this fine, fine Monday morning? I'm I'm actually
3: doing really well. I'm very excited for this week. I feel like this week is is a huge Huge deal. We have a banger of a dynamite coming up as well as Rampage this week for AEW. So, dude, I'm, I'm ecstatic.
2: I mean, it must be like an incredible time for for all elite wrestling at the moment, you know, like I think a lot of people are talking about within two weeks of each other, you had the debuts of Punk, Cole, Danielson, Ruby Soho. And like the the, there was actually a report from PW Insider just last week that like morale backstage is at its highest it's ever been in all elite wrestling. I just wanted to ask like, to kick things off, like how have you found the, the backstage environment just like for the last few weeks?
3: I think he got that from me because I mentioned how Punk was a big morale boost. Uh, dude, it's it's great. It's it's a, a cool, electric feeling backstage just for the fact that there's a lot of great things that are happening for the company that's moving so fast. I think the the new addition of our roster members uh, has helped out quite a bit. Everyone seems to be clicking on all cylinders now. So, yeah, I I, I love being back there. There's this group creative effort that is buzzing around and it's everything is connected there's a a common thread between every person that you talk to
2: you actually, you made the point yesterday on Twitter that, uh, I mean, this is the tweet you put out just so there's no confusion. I am an AEW homegrown talent. I was, I was really curious about that because one of the things that the company has come under fire, not for me, I want to point out, but it's come front of fire. is like not having enough homegrown stars, but you consider yourself to be one.
3: Uh, so, so yeah, let's get that out of the way then, shall we? Cause I know that's going to yes, be please. A, a topic of debate. Um, first off, yeah, I do consider myself AEW homegrown. Now, by me stating that, I'm not saying that I'm discrediting the stuff that I did in the past. Uh, NWA was a great time for me, and I, I do value it, and I cherish it, and I think it did help me out. But at the same token, I didn't get the same type of uh, success and improvement and growth that I have at AEW. So a lot of people are, are yelling and and angry that I seemingly crapped on NWA, but th- it, that wasn't it. The point of it is that in AW, I have had my most success. I've had my most growth. I've had boundless opportunities to do what I, I wanna do ultimately. Um, and you could argue that I was popular from NWA, but I don't think I was. I don't think everyone knew who I was compared to AEW. So when we talk about homegrown talent, we can get into the fine details of it and go off of certain definitions and whatnot. But if we're gonna do that, then we should go ahead and state John Cena who started at UPW and then went OVW. Like, you get what I'm saying? There's, There's gonna be so many filters. It's almost impossible to have a full roster of people that you have just plucked from obscurity, put them in your training school, and then turn them out to superstars. That's just not, It's not how it is going to happen. So, you know, in my opinion, when I stated that, I meant that. Because that's where I feel like I've had my most growth. And this is a home for me. And I can tell you, I think other people would agree as well. I, I wasn't anyone on the indies. I didn't have any name value. Uh, I had, I wouldn't even think that I had much name value when I was at NWA. So... When I say that, I mean it, uh, and there's some, some people who argue for me, and it's like, that's so weird, don't you think? Where they say, well, you're not. And it's like, that's so, that's so crazy <laughs> to, to have an argument about. But yeah, I, I definitely mean that when I say that, and I can tell you that there's other people back there that also uh, agree with that sentiment too, because that's just how we feel. That's not discrediting anything else that happened in the past for right now, where my, where my career is and how my future is going, I consider myself a homegrown when we look at the start of AEW and where we progress.
2: Now we are here to give you the real hard hitting questions. I love that. Uh, I mean, you, you, which you've seen already. Uh, So I think my next question has to be, do you still have a five-star rating on Lyft?
3: (laughs) Yes, I do actually. (laughs) I do. Thankfully I'm a very respectful person. Make sure I say I clean up after I leave the car I think the drivers really do appreciate me uh, in that regard. You know, I put in my own bags. They don't have to get out of the car. So, yeah, I still got that, that, that rating for sure.
2: Uh, I mean, we mentioned Punk already, and uh, Punk has mentioned your name. A lot since he came into AEW because you've got a lot on your plate at the moment. You know, you're finishing things off with Brian Cage over the FTW title. And but yeah, Punk Taz pointed it out. Punk has said your name a lot in yeah. like, seemingly every interview he's done. Um, so how do you kind of like I'm assuming we, are we gonna be leading to you versus punk at some point?
3: That I I I I don't know. I don't know for certain. Um, I know that punk is dealing with Will Hobbs and and those two actually have a punk versus Hobbs is going to happen on, on rampage. So, uh, you know, I think his hands are pretty full in that regard. Uh, but I mean, for down the line, for sure. I can see it happening. I I don't, I don't see why not. Um, and in fact, I'll tell you this, once that does happen, I think you'll see another side of me that most people haven't seen yet. And uh, I think that's pretty cool.
2: We actually did have a question come in uh, about that, actually, from one of our viewers. Thomas uh, said, how are you feeling about a future promo battle between you and CM Punk? Uh,
3: I consider myself pretty quick-witted. So I would, <laughs> I would go ahead and, and as far as to venture out and say that I think that would be something entertaining for the fans. Uh, and then for, dude, I'll tell you this. There's times where I go on Twitter and I'll respond to these these comments from just random people that talk trash to me because it's fun and i'm bored and i like to just make other people laugh so i think with that in mind going verbally a sparring match with with punk that's right up my alley and i think that just that'll tickle me so much to have
2: you, um, I mean, you mentioned like you know, talking, uh, kind of winding people up a little bit. I think a few people, and I know this because I got messages from people who were wound up by you saying that <laughs> WWE insults the intelligence of its audience. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose the question to follow is like, what do you think that AEW do differently then, uh, than insulting intelligence? I mean,
3: so, so obviously, I, I'm a, I do enjoy some parts of WWE still from my friends that work there in, in uh, I grew up on it so I don't think what I said was too far out of the norm in terms of it, it being true there's times where they have I feel like insulted the audience and I am a part of the audience and if I that's my opinion like uh, there's multiple people that agree with me then sure but um, I think that we do things. I'm not saying that we are free from that type of criticism either there's some Sometimes we we have done things that may be a little bit off-putting or insulting to people in our audience, and so be it. But I think the positives outweigh that more than the negatives. And what we do better is we obviously offer, to me, more of a deeper, genuine connection to our roster members. And the match quality is good, too. And things aren't so just insulting in terms of, this matchup or this result of a matchup or this storyline or things like that. So I think when we come to watching AEW as a whole, it's better because, one, we have the genuine connection. We have that genuine connection with the audience. And they know that if they're patient enough, they will be rewarded. They know that they're not just going to take the easy, the easy way out. So I think in that regard, when you compare the two, that's what I'm ultimately getting at. Um, But I'm not dumb. I I understand those comments are going to rile people up because it's so uh, polarizing. And this is not a us versus them. This is just how I see it. And so uh, when it comes to AEW's programming, I think that you can get into it and be, that's this is the other thing too you can relate a little bit more to the characters because they're actually more authentic in terms of the the people that you know in real life. and I'm not saying that's not the case for WWE but with Aew there's a little bit of grittiness to it where you don't you, you're kind of like man, this person reminds me of my uncle or this person reminds me of my friend things like that. To me that right there is a very telling thing of a good program. A good tv show and i think we hit the nail on the head almost all the time uh, in in that regard
2: uh well i just noticed here that uh one of our good friends sean ross sap is is in the chat who actually has preempted my next question which because i was going to ask about polarizing thoughts uh ask ricky why he hates lost so much because like like me, I didn't think the show was that good either. But I saw like you made that comment, and I was like, Man, people are like really split on this.
3: That was so weird, right? I didn't know Lost was that beloved. It was so foreign to me. Um, obviously I was watching Lost way back then and I didn't think it was that big of a deal to make that comparison off the top of my head to Misha to Tate. But I don't hate Lost. I just hated how things started to go towards the tail end. If anything I think I would have been better off making the comparison to Heroes. Heroes was a great show, and then the writer's strike happened, and then they tried to get back on, and then that kind of fell off too, and it just wasn't the same. So if there's a bunch of Hero fans, I'm sure that's going to rile them up as well. But I didn't hate it. I just, to me personally, the ending for both of those shows kind of lost me, and I just wasn't so in tune with it anymore.
2: Uh, You've also recently been added to the Jericho Cruise lineup. Uh, What can we expect from from the third installment of the Jericho Cruise?
3: I'll be honest with you. I actually don't know. Um, I will tell you this. You will see Ricky on there half naked. Uh, You will see me doing karaoke almost every night. You will see me with the sickest tan. (laughs) you'll <laughs> see me you with the sickest tan you've ever seen in your life and uh it, it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a great fun all around uh, i really do and so it would be cool to like i've never been on a cruise never been in the bahamas it'll be cool to be on there with my friends i know hobbs is gonna be on there as well and uh yeah it should be a great time all around
2: what are your uh big karaoke go-to songs
3: probably um first off it's gonna be neon moon by brooks and dunn that should be a good a good headline for the sheets um i think i you know what i really like to do i like to do uh when doves cry by prince oh that's, another that's a one.
2: big song
3: yeah man that's a that's a dope song uh and then sometimes i read the audience and if it's a i like to be a dj with it if it's a good audience i'll probably do come on because i know that's always a good
1: only from rustolium
2: Now, I mean, I've just noticed a lot of people in the chat are already talking about the the, rising popularity of uh, another member of Team Taz. Obviously, you know, if if we're going to rank people, I think you're probably the captain of the team currently. But there is a there is a rising quarterback in your ranks in uh, the form of Hook. And like he is popularity on Twitter is insane. Like, how's that been? You know, I think
3: I think it's pretty cool for the fact that Hook hasn't really said anything, much of anything. And he hasn't wrestle at all so uh i i think that's that's uh, it's such a crazy thing to think about because
0: he hasn't done
3: anything and yet he has this this groundswell for him uh but that only helps that only helps to add to mystique of hook you know what is he about how does he sound how does he wrestle
2: oh yeah when he uh when he looked at a dragon sleeper on dynamite last week like, I saw Twitter go ballistic, but, like, Hook did a move. Like, yeah. Hook started to wrestle.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, uh, he's, I like his, his uh, mysterious, cool, uh, James Dean-type uh, feel he has going on.
2: Uh, well, we've had a, a bunch of questions in from our viewers uh, who would Perfect. love to, to get to know uh, things from you, including Stephen, who says, uh, would you be interested in any forbidden door options for you and the rest of Team Taz? Personally, I would love to see you as the Impact champion with the current roster they've got, or maybe even New Japan. Love your work. I hope to see you uh, soon. You know, I haven't
3: given that much thought, but honestly, um, I, I, I guess... Man, I'm so I'm battling that because I wanna be I wanna be the nice PR guy and give you a good a good you know sound bite. But also too, I'd rather focus on my career at AEW. There's too many distractions for me that I, I get annoyed about um, about about the distractions I have in life. So um if I had to give you an answer, it'd probably i say I'd go to New Japan, I'd wrestle a Kato or NITO or something like that, but for right now, I want to make sure that I can get my, my feet fully cemented in AEW first before I even think about going through another door.
2: Uh, Bacon Rasher says, um, are you proud of the work that you've done in AEW since all of the jobbing you did in uh, WWE, especially after that right back table spot? Also, can you come to the UK as soon as possible? We are desperate for AEW here. That last part I 100% agree with, by the way. I
3: agree with them too. I, I love going over, uh, overseas in wrestling. Um, I am definitely proud. Uh, side note, if we're going off of the logic that I appeared at one place, so technically I'm homegrown, then wouldn't I be homegrown for WWE? Just a thought, but uh, I am definitely proud of AEW, the work that I've done in AEW and the work that I continue to do. In fact, that I think so much that they appreciate me, that they made me a permanent commentator uh, for Rampage, replacing Mark. So I love that fact. I love the fact that the work that I've done with Sting uh, and Darby and all of these things in such a small time frame is will last on forever. So, yeah, I, I I want more, though. I really do. I really want to push myself more and, and really, you know, explore the depths of my talents and get out of my comfort zone a bit.
2: I mean, it must be, like, pretty wild to think, like, within the space of eight months, you were working Sting's first match in, in All Elite Wrestling, and now, like, <laughs> we're talking about you having one of Punk's first matches back in, like, you know, the seven years he's been away. It's...
3: It's crazy. it's it's absolutely insane to think about because, dude, I don't think about these things in terms of like when I was growing up. in fact, the 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 farthest that my mind even went in terms of goals and aspirations was getting signed to a place and be and, and being given a chance and wanting to you know, uh, venture out and connect pop culture to wrestling again, that type of stuff. this is This is just an added bonus, honestly.
2: Uh, Charles has got a very important question for you. What are your top three sandwiches?
3: Top three sandwiches. Uh, chicken Parmesan, uh, a turkey club with the regular mustard. No offense to the UK, but the mustard that y'all have is not the same mustard in the United States. And when I found that out, I was so angry. Your mustard <sighs> is more of like a horseradish, like spicy. I hate, I, dude, It if I taste it, smell it, Something triggers me, and I just go off. I go crazy. Uh, that's a small rant. Third sandwich would be, dang, what's third sandwich? Um, a burger is a sandwich, technically. If you think about it,
2: I mean you know, that, know that is that. a. A lot of people would argue that a burger is a regular sandwich. I mean, I'm pretty sure some fast food restaurants call them sandwiches. Yeah,
3: I think people would argue just to argue, but yeah, I do agree with you that it is a. I think it's a sandwich. <laughs>
2: Uh Jonathan Hetman says, uh, hi Ricky. Uh, in January, uh, saw you in uh, January and the crowd absolutely loved you. They were even singing along to you. Do you recall this?
3: In January?
2: Mm, apparently so. I don't remember that.
3: Must be wrong, Would it have Ricky.
2: been one of the dynamite tapings?
3: I don't know. They weren't I don't have a song that has music to it.
2: I think people were actually singing like uh, I think might be might have been singing Oh Mickey, but are replacing it with Oh Ricky.
3: Honestly, I would remember that. And I don't, but that actually sounds really cool. It sounds like a UK crowd thing.
2: That sounds like we would have done that, yeah. Uh, Mayor of Painsville Dan says, uh, I hope you're having a great time. Um, I have to say, I'm a big fan of your work, first in NWA, now with AEW. You, you are AEW's most promising young talent in my eyes. Who do you see is the next to step up?
3: Uh, myself. Uh, well, let me uh, let me start over. Here. First off, I, uh, I love being on the show. This has been uh, really fun. Uh, I want to go over on time on this, uh, two, I do see myself as the next to step up and I'm just being as frank with you. There's a lot of times where guys complain about their position and things like that. And they haven't really made sure that they tidied up other areas of their department that should have been tidied up a long time ago. Um, But for me, I do think when I look at everything after coming back from the neck injury, making sure that I'm in good shape, making sure that I'm mentally in good shape, um, promos, their in-ring stuff, all of that, I do feel like that I am the next one to step up. If not me, then I would definitely say someone like Sammy. Um, But yeah, to to answer that as bluntly as I can, I definitely would be Wong.
2: And one last one from Matt, who says, how did the... I'm going to tell people this is the rock meme make you feel.
3: So I got tagged in that. I, that guy who, who took the picture, his name was Eric. I don't think Eric actually did the the caption on that. Um, but I thought it was funny. I really, really find it funny. The rock comparisons don't bother, any, bother me anymore. I know people like to give their assessment that I'm trying to be um, rock light or that's who I'm drawing my inspiration from. But I really, I'm really not. I think the reason we get those comparisons is because my hairstyle, I look kind of like them, and then I dress up nice. And I think people associate dressing up nice in wrestling with like silk shirts and you know the the turtlenecks, all that with the Rock. So of course, it's by nature. So I think it's funny at this point. I, I love the caption.
2: Ah, uh, Ricky, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, really, really looking forward to uh, an incredible week of, of AEW this week. Uh, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to see it. My wife is expecting uh, our first child, like in the coming like days. It should be she is now like nine days overdue, so uh, I may actually get. To, thank you very much. I'm hoping to watch Dynamite live, but like I'll be watching it, like, holding onto a you child. You can
3: watch it live in the hospital and you get the best of both worlds. I think that would be such a great christening to this earth if you were to watch uh, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. That's insane.
2: Oh, I'm I'm so, so looking forward to it. And thank you so much, Africa. I'm looking forward to you having your final match with uh, Brian Cage and putting Me him too. behind you so that you can focus on what's next.
3: Me too. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs>
2: awesome you. thank you so much and thank you all so much for watching uh please do subscribe uh to this channel if you have if this is your first time here find us on twitter and all that good stuff find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice ricky once again thank you so much is there anything you'd like to plug before i uh, press the end broadcast button
3: well uh, i think everyone knows by now this is a big week for AEW. we got AEW dynamite and our crash and then we got rampage on friday so check those two out i think there's going to be a lot of cool surprises and really great matches uh to boot on top of that, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Starkman Jones, and uh, Instagram, which is Starky Baby.
2: Fantastic. Thank you all so much for watching. Have a great Monday. Jam that jam, everyone. Jam that jam.